Welcome to Part 2 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for February 14th and 21st, 2011. We have four articles for you. Adam Gopnik reports on how books, explaining why books no longer matter, come in many flavors. Next, a short story by Mary Gateskill, author of Don't Cry. And Alex Ross writes about a new kind of concert hall in Miami Beach. But first, in Middlemarch and Me, Rebecca Mead reports on what the novelist George Eliot can teach us. The first time I read George Eliot's Middlemarch, I was 17 years old and was preparing to take the entrance examination for Oxford University. For several hours every weekend, I would join three or four classmates to discuss the novel, which was published in 1872, at the home of a benevolent teacher who lived on the outskirts of Weymouth, the English seaside resort where I grew up. Weymouth is in Dorset, a rural county in the southwest of the country. Its rolling farmlands are traversed by narrow roads and hedgerow lanes that discreetly delineate the ancestral holdings of landed families. A quarter century ago, as I looked out from my teacher's living room window at hills that seemed perpetually sodden, my domain felt hardly less provincial and remote than the Midlands of the 1830s, which Eliot had described in her novel. I identified completely with Dorothea Brooke, the ardent young gentlewoman yearning for a more significant existence, even though my upbringing was barely similar. Dorothea lives at Tipton Grange, a large estate equipped with a household staff. My family, a few generations from being household staff, occupied a modest house built in the 1950s with a carefully tended patch of garden. Dorothea, who at the novel's outset is 19, disdains her suitor, Sir James Chetham, an amiable, pink-faced baronet whose land is adjacent to the property that any future son of hers will inherit. Instead, she makes a spectacularly unwise marriage to Edward Casabon, the pedantic scholar laboring on the interminable Keys to All Mythologies, our Loic Cicero, as a dismissive neighbor calls him. Ultimately, she is united with Will Ladislaw, a passionate, idealistic lightweight, a journalist turned politician. I relished the satire in Eliot's Study of Provincial Life, as the book is subtitled, with its amused depictions of minor characters like Celia, Dorothea's more earthbound sister, whose marriage to the past over Sir James produces baby Arthur, the infant.